we did have some people ask us when we were talking about raising children about what do you do? And listen, it's okay to ask questions. Uh, on Sunday, it's probably better if you call me or text me or email me uh, after the service and uh, uh, say, I got a question about this or that. Uh, you know, when I'm stacking chairs, it's probably not a good time to ask me Bible questions. Amen. Uh, so, but email me on Monday or something like that. And, uh, and I'll do everything in my, in, my, uh, in my power to give you a really good answer. I will agonize over it. I think the people that know me know that's true. So if I, please don't feel put off if you ask me something right after church on Sunday. And it seems like I don't have time for you. It's not that I don't have time for you. But uh, there, are, there is an appropriateness to our interactions. Can you say amen? I mean, if, if I came knocked on your door when you're brushing your teeth, right? Uh, anybody know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, amen. Maybe that's not the best time to be uh, uh, picking your brains about something. So I want to address the question that we, uh, that we got from more than one person. And here's something you got to hear me today, all right? If I get on somebody's toes today and I talk about something that seems personal, Trust me, you're not the only one. Amen? Amen. Say, I'm not the only one. Not the only Pastor one. Brian loves me. Other people need to hear this. Amen? Yes. They might need to hear it worse than I do. Glory to God. Amen? So just, just be cool. And just like Keith Moore says, just look straight ahead and say, Amen, preacher. Somebody's got to hear this, man. This is good. But uh, getting down to the, to the nitty gritty of what do you do when kids don't, don't obey you the, the first time? And I think, first of all, you need to set a standard. Set your kids down and say, from now on, bless God. <laughs> I'm going to say it one time, and you're going to do it. Uh, the days of yelling are over. Amen. The days of yelling are over. The days of me nagging are over. Amen. Amen. Uh, we, we, I, I said, you know, earlier that uh, uh, they, they won't do what you say because you don't believe in what you say. You don't mean what you say. Right? If we're threatening them with some emotional outburst, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to get angry. That, that, that is not proper Christian discipline. Praise the Lord. Say amen. amen. Say amen. Say amen, preacher. Somebody's got to hear that, man. That sounds good for somebody. Don't know who that is, but that's got, that's got to help somebody. All right? So, set, you know, if you've got to put it on the refrigerator, do it. Say, I'm going to tell you one time. Like the old schoolers used to say, I don't chew my cabbage twice. <laughs> I, I don't have to say it a bunch of times to make you do something. Come on now. You have to have some confidence in your authority as, an, as a parent. Amen. Amen. And I'm praying for you. I'm believing. I believe in you guys. You should have some faith in yourself. You know, Brother Hagin used to say, you know, I got faith in my faith. That means that I believe the things that I'm saying are coming to pass. I believe that there is gravity in my words. And we should believe that when it comes to our children. And if they don't do it the first time, let's, let, again, get down to the nitty gritty. You got to be cool. You got to be cool. You, we have to, as parents and as adults, learn that when our children disappoint us or even disobey us, we have to remain in control of our emotions. Say amen, please. I'm going I'm to give you some do's and don'ts every now and then. I'm going to give you a don't. Don't ever. Don't ever discipline your child out of rage. Right. Amen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, but they're getting away with something. You're going to make it worse. 
if you strike a child, if you touch a child in anger, and listen, there's no condemnation. We've all, you know, crossed the line and lost our temper with our kids and done things we, that probably shouldn't have done, wished we hadn't have done. So there's, this is a grace church. I bless you in Jesus' name. I mean, ask me how I know this stuff. Ask me how I learned this stuff. Amen. It's by making mistakes. Man, I wish I could have learned everything out of a book. Wouldn't that have been handy? Huh? (laughs) But no, I had to learn sometimes by making mistakes and sometimes making bad mistakes. But listen, don't ever, say this with me, don't ever touch a child in anger. Everybody now, don't ever touch a child in anger. And, And you know, that goes for your words too. Because you know, they, they used to say, you know, on the playground, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No bigger lie was ever told. And as, as, as a parent, when we speak, we lash out in anger. And I, I still have to watch it. Friends, I still got to watch what I say. I still have to watch the way that I say it when I'm dealing with my children, my adult children. Because, I mean, just because they're 20-something, 30-something, 40-something don't mean they can't make you mad no more. Amen. God, please help us, Jesus. Amen. I mean, they could still do stuff at, at the, you know, after they're grown folks and they got their own kids that just drive you around the park a few times, amen. And maybe that's what you ought to do when you get angry. Put on your walking shoes and go take you a long walk and cool off, amen. And then come back and sit them down. Amen. Well, and you're, you're, I know some moms are in the house with a bunch of kids, and you can't just leave the house when you lose your cool. God's going to show you. God's going to show you. I think the key, the secret a lot of times is for us to just get up a little bit earlier. Well, Pastor, I'm already getting up as early as I can. I understand. Listen, I'm not trying to give you a bunch of simplistic answers to complicated life questions. I'm giving you the best information that's available in, in the Bible and in common sense living. Even if it's five minutes, you can, if you could just get the drop on them kids, five minutes, that'll make a difference. Amen? Get up and get your five minutes alone with nobody bugging you. Say, Jesus, help me to be wise today. Amen. I said it several times last, last, uh, last time I spoke. You need God to raise godly children. You don't, you know, rules and axioms and principles are good. But, man, you got to have the Holy Ghost in your house and in your heart and on your mind every day to, to raise godly children. So, so these, are the, these are the axioms that I want to share with you today. Don't ever strike a child in anger. Yeah, but what do I do? You know, every child's different. I'm not going to give you a cookie cutter and tell you, all right, swat them three times with a hairbrush at, an, at a 17-degree angle with 12.6 pounds of force. Every child is different. You have to know what your child responds to. Some children respond more to words. Right? Some children respond to silence. Uh, We were uh, with Keith Moore just a a day or so ago. And uh, he said that he disappointed his dad one time as, as a teenager. And he said when he got home, his dad just looked at him, didn't say a word. Three days didn't speak to him. He said that changed him forever. So listen, every situation is different. I believe in spanking, but I'll be honest with you. Some kids need spankings more than others. 
uh, with, with both my daughters. You know, I raised both of my daughters. How y'all doing? Huh? You, you can write me a little thank you note for the spankings that I administered to you. Amen. <laughs> Uh, I, I had I had some I had some uh, an Alamo or two. You know, if you if you call your child and they answer you with anger, that to me that's like an Alamo. If I say come and they say no, brother, you, you got serious issues that's got to get dealt with. You have to drive that thing out of that child. The Bible says foolishness is bound. In the heart of a child. In the book of Proverbs. You ought to get your face in the book of Proverbs if you're trying to raise kids. And stay there. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction will drive it far from her. See, when you're spanking, you should be thinking in your heart and in your mind, I'm driving this out of you. And tell the child, there's something in you that's got to come out. And uh, 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 if you use a ruler, like a lightweight little school ruler, listen, it, it, just, the, just getting the kid over your knee hmm, and getting them in the proper position to administer the corporal punishment, for some kids, that's it. That's all they need. They know this is, I will change, so help me, Jesus. Amen. They'll be crying out to God, help me, Jesus, to change. <laughs> And it don't take it don't take a savage beating. Right. I used to just uh, swat my daughters about like yay with something light. And I say, now daddy loves you. You're going to stop this in Jesus' name. This has got to come out of you. And they start screaming maybe a little bit. And they're overreacting. And they're trying to get me to stop with this emotionalism. I would continue this gentle spanking until they got a hold of themselves. Are you going to stop it? Say yes, sir. Stop it. Say, oh, okay, Daddy, all right. Now, I'm not telling you that's exactly what you got to do. And if you're looking at me on the World Wide Web, around the world, actually, we're not on the web right now. This is more closed circuit for, for the family here. He went to go get a cord. Uh, we are going to have a big fix of all of our cords, all of our electronics, uh, when they don't make us tear down for Thanksgiving. We're going to get everything fixed. If we got to get a new soundboard, if we got to get a new... Uh, this big, they call it a snake, this big cord that goes up here. Whatever we got to do on the week that we do not have to tear it down for Thanksgiving, that's what we're going to do. But remember that, that, that punishment for a child is to get them to change. And, and the change has to happen on the inside. Amen? Has to happen on the inside. On the inside. If you're dealing with big kids, and sometimes big kids have issues, you know, you got blended families. You, 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 amen. There's everything going on in our culture nowadays. You've you got to have the wisdom of God to know how to deal with big kids. But one thing I can tell you for sure, you must be consistent. Right. Yes. Is that right? You're a school teacher. You must be consistent, right? Because if they sense inconsistency in you, they're going to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something else that's absolutely axiomatic. That means you can take it to the bank or right? write it down on something. Amen. Get a face tattoo, right? Whatever. If the children, if the children realize that they can get something out of one parent but not the other, right. you're creating monsters. Yep. 
Now, I realize that, you know, husbands and wives, you can't always, but brother, this is, we got to, this is live life, right? How do you live? I realize you can't always make your husband or your wife do what's right. Trust me. I, I, is that right, Cindy? You can't make that man do everything you want him to do. Amen. About got me about half house broke now after 20 years, right? So, so put it out of your heart and mind that they just won't do this, Pastor. You're only responsible for what you're responsible for. You're not responsible for the actions of other people. But do everything in your power to create unity in the home. Do everything in your power. And, and some of our husbands and wives that are in attendance today or some of that are represented by one spouse here today, I'm telling you, this is a life-changing concept when, when you get this. When the husband and wife are not in unity, the devil knows it. That's I mean, right. you, you may be able to schmooze me. You may be able to fool me for a little while. But the devil knows if you're not in unity. And your kids know if you're not in unity. And they will exploit that weakness. It's not okay, friends. It's not okay for one, for one spouse to be the good guy, good time Charlie. And the other one to have all the, the weight of all the discipline in the home. That's not okay. You should speak with one voice. The Bible says they are no longer twain, but one flesh. And we're going to see this principle come up over and over again here. I know I'm talking to a lot of single people here today too, but we can see something in the mystery of Christ and the church if you're single about how, how the Lord wants there to be a unity between himself and his church. So take these, these, the mysteries of God and allow the Holy Ghost to apply them to wherever we are in, in, in the stage of life. But right now, I, I want to help people with kids, okay? If you're a single parent or you feel like a single parent, all you can do is be consistent. Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, you've got to believe the things that you're saying are coming to pass. We have to have faith in our own words. That means when you say something, you mean it. Now, I understand there's a time for, you know, goofing around and teasing and joking and you know, like with me and Michael, we get, we get rough sometimes. <laughs> a little too rough sometimes the way we talk to each other, I have to admit. But it's, I mean, he's, he's hard-headed. He, he grew up with me. He knows, I, he, right? he knows it's not permanent. So I'm not saying you, you, you can never joke around is what I'm trying to say. But when it comes to discipline, when it comes to things like dinner time, homework, bedtime, Keeping your room clean. You have to be consistent with that child. And, and here, here's something we got to talk about, all right? If I'm not consistent with my personal life, with my daily devotions, with my money management, with my personal hygiene, etc., so on and so forth, how can I expect to raise a child? If I, if I tell my kid to pick up their stuff and I don't pick my stuff up, if my garage is stacked, mounded with garbage, and I go in there and lose my temper because my child's room is a mess, what do they hear? 
Hypocrisy. What are you going to replicate in that child? Only hypocrisy. And I don't want that for you. I know this may come as a, as a, as a rebuke to some of us, but, but let, let the Holy Ghost say what he's got to say. You know, I wouldn't preach like this if we had 10,000 people in here. So you're special, right? This is just, for fa- this is just family, right? We're, we're gathered around, like, <laughs> around the fireplace, right? And we've got we to learn how to live life. Amen.